You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen Wyden, and with me is my co-host, Lacia Finley. Oh, happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday. And we have two special guests joining us today in the Palace of Megapixels. Uh, you guys may know that we uh, have had this affinity for FMV games, like The Infectious Madness of Dr. Decker and The Shape-Shifting Detective, and we're going to dig in a little deeper today because we are speaking with the writers and director of of those games, please welcome Tim and Linda Cowles. Hey. Hello. Hello. Thank you awesome. for coming How are on. you guys this morning or this afternoon? Yes, <laughs> or this afternoon for you. We, we are good. Yeah. I, I've got a little bit of road rage after playing Rocket League, but it's good. It's always oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played Rocket League. I've heard a lot of good things, but I've never taken the attempt to try it. So maybe I'm going to have to get on that. But again, the, the road rage, I might have to worry about that. <laughs> if you have low blood pressure, it's a good game to play, for sure. Oh, yeah. oh good. All right. <laughs> That's always fun. Sure. I like a road rage in real life. I don't know if I need it in my gaming life, too. But Yeah, you know. no kidding. Rocket rage. Rocket rage, yeah. we call that, yeah. A rocket rage? Nice. Yeah. So, uh, one of the things we like to ask our guests when they come on the show, first of all, is what have you been playing, guys? You said you've been playing Rocket League. Is there any other games that you've been playing? Yeah. Linda's uh, been playing. What have I been playing? Uh, well, I've just been playing Minecraft because our daughter plays nice. a lot of Minecraft. So nice. Spends a lot of hours on that. Um, Forza Horizon 4, I'm really enjoying at the moment. Uh, nice. spent, well, we spent a lot of time on 3, didn't we? Yeah. Um, but 4 is, you know, it's all Britishy, so you get to drive across fields. and <laughs> On the correct side of the road, for you, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So on the side of the road, which helps a lot because I am very good at staying on the side of the road that I'm supposed to be on. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Uh, it's it's just a lot of fun, Forza. You could it's this big playground and you can do anything you want in it, can't you? Um, we played Divinity Original Sin. Yeah. Oh, nice. solid. Uh, Demon Nine we played or Damon Nine. Uh, Damon yeah, Nine. I I I just started that. I haven't gotten too far into it, but I just started that a couple of days ago. I'm hoping to finish that here very soon. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. It's it's, yeah. uh, it's good use of external videos and websites. That game. Yeah, yeah, that's what it sounded like. I got to the, I guess, what, whatever the introduction to it was and what's actually going to be going on and to the point where, so it, it's kind of like a, the missing person. Um, I don't know if you remember, I'm trying to remember that last one that I played, but it took a lot of going to websites. Um, you're on your fake computer oh. to like look uh, through their things. Did, um, was that Simulacra? Did you, was it called Simulacra? Did you play that no, one? No, not or? that one. I have played all three of those now to date. <laughs> um, but the, it, it, it was, um, it was a, uh, it was an Asian out of an Asian country because it was just it was more fun for me because of like how much more big they react to everything and all that kind of stuff. So I had such a fun time with that. And apparently the developer had come into and like cause I was getting stuck. I was getting hardcore stuck because I did not know what they wanted me to look up or how it was going and chat was going down. We were just like we couldn't figure it out. And finally told me you had to like piece together all these different videos that you were getting. 
Um, it, it was a lot of fun for a one time through because it's just they have such a bigger than life personality when they film stuff. And it's just it's so much fun. It's so know, much now, fun. Now you've said that it's reminding me that I have to tell you this fun fact. Oh, we, yes. have sold, we have sold more copies, most copies to China of the ah. show, Detective. So probably works both ways. <laughs> it's a, well, it's a big gaming community there, right? It's a big gaming community there. Big in China. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Lace, what have you been playing? Outside uh, of well, the game you were just mentioning. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that the third Simulacra, Pipe Dreams, was the one that I just finished, um, which is, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's one of those that has, like, several different, well, the, the endings aren't totally different, but, like, you'll get a different achievement or whatever, whether you survived or both of you survived or you know you threw him under the bus or whatever it mm -hmm. was you know for your friend that you're trying to save he's got completely addicted to this game flappy bird but it's flappy bird like a play on the word of flappy bird that everyone was addicted to however long ago it was um and you go to the i e y e g e e n website to like <laughs> learn about this game and it's just it's a total uh, spoof on the whole thing but what's different and interesting about the Simulacra games is they give you tons of hidden messages and Easter eggs. And you have to really be willing to delve in and find them all. Um, there'll be some numbers that'll flash so quick across the screen that you might have to like pause that video to try to go back and forth and get it and pump it into their websites that they have or go on Jabber, which is their version of Twitter. And uh, find these different videos and different Easter eggs. I mean, it's... It's a very interesting, well-done game as far as, like, if you really want to dive into these different little intricacies that they put in there. And the last one was free. This Pipe Dreams was free. Uh, yeah. The Simulacra, the second one, was only, like, five bucks, which I feel like, especially as in-depth as they go, that could have been more. And then the first one was free. I think it was Anna is Missing was the first one. And then um, so on through it. So... That was the last FMV that I was just, I got through and I actually got addicted and played it about two or three different times in a row because I wanted to find all those videos. <laughs> Go find the videos in FMV games. It's just, it's crazy how many there was. And I had to like freeze frame a lot of it because I saw a bunch of them and there's like eight digit number or 10 digit number or something that I found that I don't know where it goes yet. So I'm still mm -hmm. trying to figure it out without cheating too much, but I don't know where it goes yet, but I know the game well enough to know it's somewhere in that game you have to pump it in or look it up and it's going to give me something and I just don't know what it is yet so I'm still playing with that but and then yeah, Red Dead seemed... Redemption which we've hmm. we've beat to death you know we've talked about it in every single podcast so I've still yeah. been playing that too so we won't go into any more detail but I'm not garbage <laughs> at it anymore so I'm having that's fun that's good that's good you're doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what have I, you been playing well I finally beat Just Cause 3 Oh, good for you. Yes, I finally did it. And then I it's promptly deleted it <laughs> because I was set, I'm done. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I'm still messing around with Fallout Shelter. I played the Spider-Man DLC, the Turf Wars. Uh, that okay. was pretty nice. Um, I, did, I did kind of notice something yesterday. I was kind of fumbling around. I actually got one of those Amazon Fire TV sticks. Oh, yeah. And I saw that they had games on it, and I thought, well, let's see what they got because I assumed they would be simple basic games that you could just play on your tv they actually have full games like final fantasy games and sonic the hedgehog games i'm like oh wow i can actually play real games here <laughs> so i started thumbing through to see if there was anything that would be worth my time and i'm considering because you have to have a controller for some of them because 
their full games. Right. And they had Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, which is a game I missed out on when it came out. And I thought to myself, I might actually buy a controller now (laughs) because I've really wanted to play this game. That's interesting. It's something that might happen down the road. So does (laughs) it plug into your PlayStation? I think it's wireless. I think it's like a Bluetooth wireless controller, and then it just feeds off of the Fire Stick. That's what I'm assuming, because I didn't see any wires or connections like that. So I don't know. We'll see. I might be talking about... Fire Amazon Fire games. Because <laughs> I've only known it for like movies and stuff where it plugged into your TV. Yeah. That's why yeah. I was, okay, that's interesting. You'll have to let me know how that works yeah. out. I mean, I'm curious because it's a cheap controller. It's like $15. Mm-hmm. So it's not bad considering how much you pay for PlayStation and Xbox controllers. They're like 60 bucks. So yeah. I don't know. I might I might put the money down for it and see how it goes. But and I right mean, now, there are a few... Uh, you can get the PlayStation for what, like two hundred bucks? The PS4, I that's hear, true. With Black Friday mm-hmm. sales, probably through Monday. This might be relevant then, yeah. In the future, hopefully. When you're Maybe. listening, <laughs> <laughs> got to be cognizant of when they're listening. To, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, uh, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll continue on with that some other time when I dig in a little deeper. Okay, so it's, nice. Seems interesting so far. So we'll see. But uh, let's let's talk about some news. We got a little bit of news this week. Um, the first thing I have is that on November second, Ubisoft enacted a worldwide censorship on their most recent Rainbow Six title. Now, the censorship included scenes depicting blood, sexual content, gambling, skulls, and other type of content it deemed problematic in other markets, hoping to create a global version of the game. However. Criticisms and review bombs ensued, and now Ubisoft is saying, no, nah, we're not going to do that. All right, we, we're, we're taking it back. And they're restoring all game elements that were previously censored through the release of Operation Wind Bastion, which comes out next month. Okay. So, guys, have you have you ever had to deal with uh, censorship with your FMV games? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, well, a little bit. Only a little bit. I mean, basically, some of the store pages... You need mm-hmm. to have only acceptable elements unless you want to put up the kind of age gate. So mm-hmm. sure. if you want people to be able to see the trailer, for example, so it, even for Shapeshift, yeah, the, the publisher asked us to cut a few bits out uh, so that they okay. put it up on the stores. But we do have the full version available, obviously, on our Twitter site for, for everybody to see. But for some of the stores, yeah, they, they, they had to cut, cut a few bits out. And it's not always the bits you think that need to be cut, but... It, you know, it depends what country they're going to. So I was just going to ask that. That's the interesting thing. Yeah, we always yeah. think it's always, you know, the uh, the guns and nudity, which it probably always is, it mostly is, actually. Well, fair, especially in the States, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know about so, elsewhere. Yeah, well, I mean, we haven't found anything else like you can't have any kittens in it or anything. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> countries, but yeah. We, I guess yeah. it depends on how voluptuous your kittens are. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I thought this was an interesting bit because, I mean, I think we're seeing reviews and, and especially the review bombs that they're doing and criticisms like that, where you're having these companies flip decisions because this has been happening a little bit more recently it's been a lot than of fire usual. Because it, yeah. anytime they come under fire, it's like, oh, we gotta we gotta change things and we gotta do it the way they want it. And you know, if they were if they were really sure about this, like they wanted to be worldwide so they weren't censored elsewhere, I think you'd stick to your guns here. 
but mm-hmm. I think they're trying to appeal to everyone, and I, I think it's kind of backfiring on them. But that's just that's my opinion on it. We we didn't want to cut the trailer just for right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that's got to be hard from a different standpoint too, because like obviously you want to want it to reach as many people as possible, and every country has their own laws as to what's acceptable or what they're even going to sell or. I, I mean, how how do you even balance that to make sure that like it's it's what you wanted to put out into the world creatively, mm-hmm. or you know, well, we still want the game to get out there and still make sales because this is what you want to do. It's got to be a tough line to toe. We'd, we'd go with the first one. <laughs> we'll take creative <laughs> first, but obviously we have a publisher now, so there's we need yes. to there's a bit of a balance, like you say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've got their business head on. We've got our artist our, our sad artist had to go no <laughs> well no yeah the creative in you is just like well you just just take the game buy it or love it you hate it or love it like this is my baby you know and then you know yeah, yeah. they were just trying to sorry they were just trying to make it easier for themselves as developers having one uh Code yeah one version with all uh, the sensor sure, sure. so mm-hmm. so um by going back or, or caving to pressure from fans or they've just sort of kept it difficult for themselves but oh yeah yeah um kept the masses happy well the re- <laughs> pres- presumably the review ratings have gone up is this that's the is that is yeah that, right yeah. yeah so that so that reviews are so important that that's in, true in, in big media that they're going to change the game so that the reviewers are happy even if the players aren't i guess mm-hmm. i mean the assumption is that they're going to fall in line i still yeah. think we kind of have happier players in general for our games than we do reviewers most of the time mm-hmm. yeah and that's kind of what matters i think and like especially in the day and age of like steam and all that kind of stuff your players pretty much are your reviewers now yeah oh, yeah you know yeah. so I, i'm not saying that there's of... no weight or clout with that still but i i just feel like mm-hmm. half the time I, I find myself thumbing more through like what people say on steam whether i take that with a grain of salt or not i feel like we've discussed this many a times I'm not as hard to please as a lot of players and people are like I can appreciate a thing for what it is even if somebody else calls it garbage um, that I find myself flipping through those more than I go to like legit websites for my reviews Mm -hmm. or anything like that well I think a lot of these publishers and developers even from film side from for that matter I think they're becoming slaves to Metacritic and things like that their scores have to be a certain you know percentage mm-hmm. or otherwise it's just a failure and i don't i really don't think they should put a lot of focus on that because your fans and your audience are going to be out there you yeah. know regardless of who's saying it you may have more people who love it who don't review it than you do the people right. who are reviewing it you know well i find those a lot that are happiest are the quietest yeah for sure because they don't want to they don't want to you know dog it down they don't want to sit there and say well this is i don't like this element to it you know even if there's a game i really love if there's a problem with it i'll overlook it i'll be like it's fine you know i'll deal with it i still love everything else about it but i'm not gonna go and tell the developer hey you screwed this up i I need this fixed it's it's unimportant you know flip my tables (laughs) never buying from you again you know is there such a thing as a perfect game anywhere i mean there's a lot of games that get 10 out of 10 but is there such a thing uh, that has Everything. Everyone's perfect. different. Everyone's different. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. Very subjective. Yeah. 
Like, I, I keep hearing all the 10 for 10 for Red Dead Redemption, yet I hear the same complaint, the controls are garbage. <laughs> so, how is it perfect? I think in that yeah. way, we're just allowing ourselves to get so fully immersed into the world that we're like, again, we're willing to overlook that one yeah. thing. <laughs> Although, I don't think the controls are garbage. I blame myself. <laughs> How many horses have you lost? Like, uh, actually, I still have my same horse, which my yeah. husband still oh, makes fun uh. of me for, because he's like, "Why do you still have the tiny horse?" And I'm like, "But Falcor's been good to me. Why do I get rid of it?" You know, my friend. I get on my horse, and everybody else is sitting all the way up here. I'm like, "What's up, guys?" You know, I feel like a big bad cowboy. But Be I killed a few by accident <laughs> and lost honor. But uh, they're a bigger target than the people sometimes. So the smaller the horse, the bigger the cowboy. Is that the same? Yes! Yeah. See? Yeah. I like it. I want to okay. use that. <laughs> All right. Uh, next story I've got is, uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but last week Tumblr was officially removed from the iOS app store. Uh, Apple was citing a zero-tolerance policy on sexual exploitation of children and abuse. Oh. Uh, in an issued statement, it was mentioned that the app was being monitored routinely when such content was discovered, enforcing an immediate shutdown of the platform. Now, Apple mm. continued by saying they're actively working to get the app restored, but enforcing these safeguards is their highest priority. Yeah. I was unaware that this thing even existed on Tumblr, but uh, after researching this i found out oh yes it does and i was like well that's that's wonderful but i'm glad I, someone is putting their foot down and saying no we're not we're not supporting this so right they, so, so they knew it was out there yeah well they they yeah they stumbled upon it mm -hmm. okay yeah, yeah. So, so i guess once they figured it out then they were like done yeah yeah yeah, yeah. shut this down so good on them good oh, on yeah them, i for think sure. i think more uh companies need to do that too and yeah. start enforcing their laws and their rules and stopping this because it's ridiculous it's something yeah. that doesn't need to happen it makes it, it you can see the frustration <laughs> washing over yeah. me. i don't like i don't like hearing about that no 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 i don't see how it, it's difficult to see how it can happen like presumably a tumblr not monitoring every every type of social sure. network or anything you can post anything on twitter can't you i mean i guess you can right. post anything and it's mm -hmm. going to take a few minutes for the public to start going no right <laughs> you know, just, yeah get rid of this um but so i guess in particular, Apple just—it sounds like Tumblr might have a specific problem then, and that is. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure, a uh, bigger problem than I realized. So I think they need to start looking into it. I think Apple's forced hand here needs to let the company start saying, "What are we actually allowing here?" Right, and then start doing something about it. Because if they don't, I feel like they're just adding to the problem. You're, you're condoning it pretty much it's not really to do with religion or politics is it it's no no it's absolutely criminal, not basically oh yeah so, yeah oh yeah it needs to be shot, shot it's down. always a shame though like the bigger one that ha has to be the one to put the kibosh on it though as they say mm -hmm. without finding finding yeah. that on your honor being willing to take it yourself of course i i yeah. mean i'm just speculating too i don't know how I mean, the chain of events happened but uh Tumblr's been around for a long, long time. I mean, I can remember Tumblr, and I'm too old. So, I mean, it's been around for quite a while. It has I, been around for see, a while. See, I, so. I rarely used the platform ever. I think a couple of times I, like, posted a picture on there for some walkthroughs on YouTube for a game or something because I couldn't quite articulate what people were wanting. And so I was like, well, here. And so I took a screenshot, posted it on there, and put the link. And I think that's my... <laughs> Most I've ever used it. I don't think I've thumbed through it for anything. But I don't know if the user base is uh, expanding or whether it's declining. Because, mm -hmm. again, presumably these places, they don't then have the resources if they don't generate the income to police. And all. it just, it must get worse and worse. 
My no. bigger places like Facebook and things, we're all like, we're all thinking they need staff. They should have staff now who are checking yeah. stuff, you know, not just for that, but for everything. Um, mm. and yeah, places like Tumblr, presumably. I don't know. Sorry, Tumblr. I'm sure you're in the ascendancy. And I've, <laughs> I have no idea. You're probably yeah. like got an extra million people just now when I said that. So I right. don't know. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> now they hadn't heard of it. What is Tumblr? <laughs> what is that? Yeah. It's a new social network. It's so new. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, the next story I've got, this is an interesting uh, bit. Uh, this is something we actually mentioned a few weeks ago. There was an impending lawsuit from the Witcher creator, whose name I'm going to botch here, Andreas Sapowski. Yeah, it sounds better that. than the last yeah. name. Yeah. yeah, probably. We might uh, be getting closer. A little bit. Uh, his lawsuit against CD Projekt Red in hopes of altering their original royalties agreement looking to get an additional $16 million in back payment. Now, if you are unaware of this story, he originally settled for a lump sum payment as opposed to a 6% or 6% percentage overall of profits, which is a decision he openly regretted because now it's become popular and it's making all the money. Uh, CD Projekt Red actually said that they shut this down. They're not going to uh, pay attention to this anymore. They're not going to, you know, acknowledge it. So it's been They settled. said that they yeah. agreed to an amicable agreement in the past, and he's he's not agreed to that. So they're they're shutting it down. It's not going to happen. They're saying no. They're putting their foot down. So. Um, but they said that this is not going to be the end of the story as of yet because they're still kind of processing it. They're still trying to be yeah. amicable about the whole thing. But uh, we'll, we'll kind of bring it up more as we get more information. But uh, I, as I said before, I'm sticking by this. He doesn't have a leg to stand on. Yeah. He, he agreed to that legally. Business be business. Yeah. yeah. I mean, presumably, they might not have gone ahead with the project at all had he not agreed to the, the, the fix sum. Right. They, they've got it in their budget, what they're going to spend on it or, or, you know, before they can make something happen. So perhaps yeah. it would never have gone ahead if or maybe, you know, it had gone ahead quicker and better. But you just don't know. As in if somebody's going yeah. to accept a percentage instead of upfront money, they could have put that into the project and maybe it could have got more money. You know, they could have mm. had more sales. And it's um, if it's on a bit of paper and it's legal, then, mm -hmm. you know, we all agreed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I feel like greed is always the thing that brings most of these things down. I mean, I, it just you can see he's trying to maybe get their goodwill to make a payment, and maybe that's and maybe that is due. Um, but they're not; they can't be obliged to do it, can they? It, no, right. no, absolutely not. And legally, in paper, they've they've fulfilled their end of it, you know. And and he had that opportunity. They gave him two options: percentage or lump. And he said it's easier just to take the lump money and I'll I'll run. And at the time, obviously, it's when The Witcher was being made, the very first one. I'm sure right. he didn't look at it and say this is going to be groundbreaking. This is going to be the greatest game ever, and right. it's going to just take off. Blown up. But the way then they continue has, yeah. making games. You get The Witcher three, and it becomes the powerhouse that it is. And I could see where you'd be like, man, why did I do that? I always feel like I hear more stories of it that way. Like the long run of the percentage. Maybe, wasn't it with the, some of the Star Wars actors even that was yes, like, yeah, was you know what, I'll just take a percentage. And it's like, yeah. making it rain, you know, like you would have never been able to know. But he was just like, yeah, we'll just do it this way, you know. And it's just like, I feel like maybe it's maybe from here on out, especially with the, the, the way the market's going, just take the gamble on the percentage and see what happens. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> 
I mean, don't listen to me. I'm not a legal mind or anything like that. But I feel like I've heard more success stories that way. I still feel like George Lucas was the smartest man when it came to making a deal because that deal he made, I get all the the money for the merchandising. They're like merchandising, sure. Yeah. And then he's like, he's, I'm banking <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, he had no idea, did he? To begin no. with, he thought oh, three sales and I'm done. But yeah, yeah well right. Been Could have been two hats thing. and a T-shirt and called it a day. You know? Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no one expected that, and he made his living off of it. Still today, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. We would actually, we'd rather pay people up front. We'd rather pay people a fixed fee than a percentage. Mm-hmm. And that isn't to do with knowing what we're going to make in the in the future. But when you work with a lot of people, and you offer the same percentages to everybody, some people do more than others. And then yeah. even post-project, they will do more, and they'll promote it more and all that. And you kind of think, oh. You know, right. I, I wish we could have given more to one person than the other. And it's, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a bit of a minefield again. But I think if you get offered percentage, then uh, take it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it can be quite difficult to be. Well, I, I didn't even opposite. think about that perspective that he just brought up, too, with all of the stuff afterwards and everything like that. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Whether they'll turn I'm, up and do anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, again, I'm not thinking about my actors. Obviously, they're all lovely. <laughs> um, all the Star Wars actors, but yeah, then they were, they still promoted it afterwards, didn't mm-hmm. they? I do, I do remember though what you were saying, the Carrie Fisher saying about this isn't mine, mm-hmm. my face, it's not mine. That's you know every yeah. time look in the mirror, I've got to pay George, and it's like, mm-hmm. like right, that. right, right. And yeah. we still use it, unfortunately. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, they're they're CGIing it on people now, and her face is a product, isn't as it? Sad as that is, that's weird, isn't it? How they're bringing back old films and adverts. It's very yeah. scary, though, as like an actor or something like that. I'm like, so you don't you don't actually need me at all anymore? Like, I don't have to. Okay, you know, like I think there's, yeah, I think there's been that fear. Um, there's something about Jet Li and because um, they were they wanted to digitize all the like fancy moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know the lingo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the fancy moves. Um, yeah. so, uh, but. Um, then they'd be able to just use that in any movie with a CGI person, oh. and they were moves that had obviously taken years to perfect. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just you've got least, <laughs> but they're in, they're acting. They're putting actors from films in adverts, mm-hmm. and presumably there's no chance the actors said, "I really want to do that commercial in thirty years' time when I'm dead." Mm-hmm. Not at all. So whoever yeah. owns the rights to the films or whatever is allowing you know there's they're relicensing them out to, to advertise and stuff it's a yeah. bit weird isn't it it is mm-hmm. weird. Oh, they wow. like signed it over but it's a bit weird i think the very first instance of this i ever remember that i can honestly remember i think it was back in the 90s there was a tales from the crypt episode uh, i think it was directed by robert zemeckis i think it had john lithgow and isabel rossellini i think okay. and they brought back humphrey bogart like a guy had a facelift and had Bogey's face on it and the guy was doing his best impression and they credited him as Humphrey Bogart. So he has a posthumous credit years after his death oh, wow. on Tales from the Crypt. On Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was astonishing to see at that time. You're like, wow, they, they actually kind of brought him back. 
you know and then of course mm-hmm. now today it's dated pretty much but mm-hmm. it was still interesting it was still interesting that they did that but yeah it's it's very much this very thing you can do that it's been done it's yeah. amazing technology, but it just feels... Well, it's, it does again, feel it, weird. It, I don't know. Yeah. Stuff, that's okay. But, <laughs> when, but when you see, weird, like, they're advertising some weird, you know, some weird uh, weird uh, product that I won't mention, and you go, well, did they ask the family even? I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, because I, I think that we've seen those cases, too, where it's come back to that. But, <laughs> yeah. oh, man, come on. No, we still need the actors. Don't write us out. Yeah. I mean... It, it still looks, I mean, as good as it's getting, it still has that iffy quality to it. So mm-hmm. you, you need your actors. You need that, I think. I guess at least once, right, we're finding. Yeah, at least once. <laughs> at least once. <laughs> yes, from all, from all angles, and then you're done. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, the last story I've got here is uh, the PUBG Corp is re- getting ready to smack down cheaters by enacting an anti-cheat measurement that will effectively ban a cheater's hardware, making it impossible for them to create new accounts on the same device. This feature is actually right around the corner, according to the company, and it's one of the more aggressive measures being taken for repeat offenders. So, essentially, if you cheated on an account, you got banned, and then you tried to make a new account, same hardware, whatnot, they're going to target in on your hardware and stop you from cheating continuously on one device. So I think that's actually Ooh. a pretty clever. And this will work on PC too. Not they just said consoles? every device. Nope, every device. They need to share. So that I'm secret. sure they can. Mm-hmm. I think like if it works, a... like yeah, yeah, if it works, I think I think it's actually what they're going to be needing to do because you've got that and was it Fortnite? They did their nonsensical cheating lawsuit. Yeah, recently? there was one. I feel like PUBG was the most that I've seen in the recent mm. for like the massive ones were like huge amounts of people were just getting banned or shut down or anything on. I don't know why that one in particular, but um, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, not even as popular anymore. Not now, no, yeah. But, um, well, it's coming to PS4, though. It'll make a resurgence. Yeah, woo. About two years too late. <laughs> well, have to do something. There's still diehard yeah. fans for it, man, you know? It's on Xbox Game Pass, I think. Is yeah. it just oh, is it on the Game Pass? Game Pass? Yeah. I think yeah. they just announced it's coming to PS4 soon. Uh, December 7th. Okay. That's weird. Is that an actual hardware lock or is that some kind of cookie on the system that, it, that, it, that it's put in somewhere else? Because I used, to, I, did you know that they, they can lock things like PlayStation so it can't get on the PSN anymore? You have consoles yes. that are banned. Yeah. It's, it's kind of weird, isn't it? Because then they sell them on eBay or whatever and somebody's going, oh, I've got my new PlayStation. What? Oh, I didn't see. I don't have a criminal mind. I didn't even think of that. You know, they want to play PUBG, and they've just bought their second-hand PC off of eBay. Now Um, we've just scared everyone. Always buy brand new. Always buy brand new. That was that was a public service announcement. That was great. There you go, guys. (laughs) Do not trust eBay. They're all evil. No. (laughs) Research. (laughs) Right. But no, I hope that works, though. I really do, because like garbage cheaters. It really. Yeah. All right, let's talk about some quickets. Uh, guys, quickets is uh, just headline readers. We're just reading headlines and quickets kind of giving our opinions Todd. on them. He's in my heart. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I thought this was a very interesting headline, going back to Ubisoft. Uh, Ubisoft actually blames players for loot boxes. Okay, sure. Said that because they buy them, that's why they're there. 
So well, to be fair, I guess that's true. People keep buying them; they're going to keep doing yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean know? it's it's a bold statement. I don't think it's something you should have just said. Like, but it's not like we went. You know what we want? More more ways to spend our money in your game. And they went. Well, we've got the answer. Loot boxes. <laughs> Maybe someone so, did. I don't know. Blame seems it. like the wrong word, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Blame's yeah. definitely the wrong word. <laughs> uh, like blame your players. Good thing yeah. to come out with. What else can players <laughs> vote for in the Ubisoft boardroom? I'm wondering. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So. I mean, good on for being honest, and I guess. Someone got paid for that idea anyway. So. Mm. <laughs> Uh, the remake of Resident Evil 2 reportedly took over 800 devs. Oh, wow. That's massive. I'm it curious looks as to why it would take man. that many. It does. I'm, I'm, I'm all does. in. I mean, I'm, I'm all I'm in. I'm anxious to play it. So, uh, you guys into Resident Evil? Did, did they all work for one day? <laughs> I, you know what? That's a good <laughs> That's question. <true. laughs> where, where was all the hours spread? He used to call those IBM Mandays back, at, you know, 10 years ago. You'd get 100 people working for one day. That's 100 Mandays of development. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it wasn't particularly great because you got 100 people that are working for one day. Yeah. 800 but it looks impressive. See, yeah, now now I'm starting to question that headline. It could be all sneaky. See, we're getting the inside scoops, guys. Here we go. <laughs> there was a big drop off the week after. Like three people right. after. But yeah. <laughs> the, the group picture of in there that's getting used over and over again, the stock photo. Oh, great. Uh, I don't know if you guys have played Spider-Man, but there's a character in there that Peter creates when he's talking to uh, his detective friend, Yuri. And he calls himself Spider Cop. Spider Cop is on the case. And she's like, oh, God, please don't do the Spider Cop thing. And he's like, Spider Cop. Well, Spider Cop is now canon because of a recent issue released in Marvel Comics called Spider Geddon. You look on a screen in the background of all the Spider Men in the known universes, and there's Spider Cop with his hat and his mustache on the outside of the suit. <laughs> and you see the PlayStation 4 Spider Man. And they're like, there's a spider cop? And he goes, spider cop actually exists? This just melts my heart. Aww. <laughs> so, spider cop is real. I'm going to look this up now. <laughs> we haven't played it, have we? We've seen some playthroughs of it, but we haven't played it. We heard that swinging around the, uh, the Metropolis fine. is good. Oh, it's, it's so cathartic just swinging. I did it once. I think I was just looking for, they had these secret... Um, photo ops and you have to swing around the city and find these little hidden spots you take a picture of and it'll unlock a costume and they don't show up on your regular map but you can get a like a, a bonus power that'll show up on your mini map so you really have to hunt them down and i know i spent a good solid hour just swinging around looking for them but it wasn't i wasn't sitting there thinking man this is boring i was just enjoying the peace and tranquility of just swinging around looking for it, it it's so amazing Hey, it's your it game. Really Play is. it how you want to. Mm. <laughs> That's what you want to do. Hello Games revealed the newest No Man's Sky update called Visions. Okay. So, uh, I'm not... Pretty good. We do play that. Yeah, we play yeah. that. You do? Yeah. yeah. I didn't play the uh, the last one. Was it the Abyss? Where it was the underwater exploration? Yeah, yeah mm. it was. Yeah, they completely redid. I mean, so did... And Minecraft recently did that too. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a bit different, but yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I feel like they're finally getting the game where it needs to be what it should have been from day one, and uh, it's it's looking really good. I'll give them that. I mean, I, I jumped back into it recently just by, on a whim, thought I'll see what they've added, what they've done, and I got into it. I was just like, oh, man, I'm, I'm really kind of digging what they're doing here. I actually got stuck on a planet because my ship, I had a glitch where I'd hopped out of a ship, hopped back into another one to try and get it fixed, but I logged out and assumed that my, my working ship was going to be there, and it was gone, and all I was stuck with was the junker and had no way to fix it. So I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. So well, I This is where I live now. Yeah, I trekked a, a <laughs> huge portion of that planet trying to find resources, trying to find anything, because even if it was like a um, one of the, the, sh- the ship, I don't know what you call them, where all the, the, the trading posts, that's it. Where all the ships kind of flying, flying. I was just like, if I could at least find that, maybe I can trade something or anything. And It took me forever to find one. I mean, literally, you see where it says it's going to take you a day to walk here. I was like, oh, God, this is going to be terrible. <laughs> you so, can buy them as well, can't you? You can buy the yeah. ships, but you need a lot of money for that. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, that's that's how I got through it is I was at the tra- I finally made it to a trading post and I just started scrounging up everything I could trying to find the cheapest ship I could find. I was like, I'll pay anything. Just please. <laughs> just get me off this island a ship. <laughs> or planet. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've oh. done a load of work on it. Considering all the upgrades are free. Um, and I mean, I didn't follow the whole thing when it came out. I know that they promised uh, a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I read I, I read up on the developer Sh- Sean. Um, I'm going to say Murphy. It's not, is it? Murphy. Yeah. No, but he took a lot of he took a lot of heat, didn't he? Death. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He was. Um, we thought he was crucified there for the longest time, and has oh, yeah. now made amends. It seems. So yeah, you don't promise something like that and not deliver because everyone Gamers, was so well, hyped. Know. Oh yeah. Not happy. You're gonna know. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, he's he's actually stuck there and. Uh, actually been delivering free updates to make it probably you know yeah hopefully that's going to be better than what they originally said it was going to be when it when, it when it gets there yeah. i mean they said new variety this time so we, oh, we did yeah. enough planets to get a bit bored last time with <laughs> and also before they released one of the base patches i did what you did i logged out and when i came in they said it's me excellent all this new stuff my base was half underground and i couldn't oh. ever get in anymore so it's just oh, no. <laughs> totally broken i was like i'm not playing this anymore so we have restart. Yeah. Just stand there, have a little mini funeral for your home. Well, it's already in ground, so. <laughs> I guess I should have bumped this up next to the other Spider-Man news. I don't know what I was thinking. But anyway, uh, Insomniac took a few more shots at the Puddlegate nonsense by adding text in Spider-Man's in-game social media feed where you see the, the residents of New York saying, hey, are we going through a drought it was ah! some water Love around it. or something like that. So I love that they're doing that <laughs> because that was nonsense. I mean, it was just a puddle. It was a puddle. <laughs> what does it matter? But it's brought us so much joy since. <laughs> People got so mad over a puddle. I know. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and mention since it was brought up, the Super Seducer 3 has been so announced. So it has been announced. Yeah. Man so, alive. how about right. that? How about that? Yeah. Wonderful stuff. I have no words. 
That's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, I honestly, I thought it was a joke. I don't know. I'm not going to bash the guy, whatever. I he mean, must be making you, money. I just hope everybody is realizing tongue in cheek and please don't actually <laughs> go out in the streets and do this. We're not in a climate that can handle it well. Please. I think he is leaning into the uh, everyone's playing it for the lols. Um, okay, so good. Uh, it does seem that he's yeah. put in more. Um, I mean, I don't know because I haven't played it. Yeah, right. <laughs> see, uh, you know, things I've read about it that yeah, he, he leaned in when Super Seducer came out, and everyone was making the worst decisions possible and and really having fun with that. Then that's what he's sort of gone for. So I think it's perhaps takes itself a bit less seriously okay. than yeah. it did start out with. Well, well P-Stabs played the second one, so I'll have to ask her how it, how the second one went. Because I was like... Lace, yeah. did you play the first one? Or I played the my... first one. I did. It was so an FMV, the... and I, I'm usually willing to always give those a go, regardless, you know. Right. And, uh, now, yeah. were, were some of the decent responses See, were they were they okay or were they still kind of cringing some just- of them yes so like i had to play off stream to like take to figure that out to be fair because obviously chat's like oh please choose this one where you yeah. know and you're like oh my god and like the worst possible things happen but um some of them were okay Right. Some of them were okay. Like there was one scene where it was like, you're the, uh, what do they call that? The wing guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you're out with your buddy and you're trying to help your buddy talk to the ladies or whatever. And so like a couple of those weren't disgusting where I was like, okay, I would find that kind of endearing if two gentlemen came over to me and like had this little witty banter back and forth or whatever. Like I would see through it, of course, right away. But I'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, that that wasn't so bad. I don't find you slimy and skeezy and, and horrible, you know? Um, I guess that's uh, good. (laughs) Yeah. Like, but I don't know. I, of course I'm different too. Like I don't, I don't pick up dudes in the bar. So, um, you know, uh, just some of the ones that was like on the street that would just freak me out, you know? And especially, like I said, in this day and age, if you're just like, if I'm walking on one side of the street and you're beelining it across the street toward me, I'm instantly going to go on my defenses. Cause I'd be like, why are you, you were all by yourself over there. You know, like, so it's like those things, like <laughs> maybe just think of your approach and where you're at. Maybe if we're sure. just trying to get to and from the subway to get to and from work, leave them alone. <laughs> You know, if you're at a bar or a restaurant or maybe even shopping or something, fine. You know, Um, just, yeah, I don't know. He did did say that he was uh, interested in making other FMBs, not dating ones. Okay. Genres, Mm. you know. We'll see. Well, you know, I'm good for at least giving it once through. Well, yeah. We'll see. And you can't fault you can't fault the production quality. I've Um, got to say, he looks like he's having a lot of fun. That's my (laughs) top you know pro about it is that he does look like he's really enjoying himself yeah it is fine everyone else thinks so his wife was in it too i found out at the end credits his wife is one of the uh the women that was in i think towards the end i think she was in like the last scenario on that because like if you did enough of the game correctly according to the game um they would unlock little snippets at the end for you to learn about like did you know this about the game or whatever and that was one of the things that was in there that she uh she was like i think the last woman in the scenario that you try to seduce which i <laughs> so found up, interesting so i was line. like well then she i guess is okay with it in some form so it makes you wonder what moves he used on her right kind of i was like all right let's see maybe maybe that scenario was a 
introduction to how we met. I don't know. <laughs> For them to know and us to wonder. Uh, what else we got? Uh, the Pokemon Let's Go games uh, have fallen short of sales predictions really? as they, they thought they were going to be. And they're not meeting the expectations of the other games. So I was a little surprised to hear that because yeah. I thought they were doing all right. I hear all the buzz about it. Interesting. But on the flip side, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate pre-orders are breaking sales records. So everybody's yeah. anxious to play that. <laughs> well, and isn't it on the Black Friday sales right now bundled with the Switch for 300 Probably. Or 299 or something. You can get the Super mm. Smash Brothers bundle. So it's actually coming with a game. Yeah. So now, granted, uh, you're always in a Switch for more than that because you're going to get accessories. But, like, you can get mm. the console-based stuff in the game with it for 299 Yeah. So I have no doubt that's going to be a huge hit once oh, it yeah. drops. So I can't wait to see it, play it, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you can get Let's Go Pikachu and stuff like that with consoles as well. I mean, at least over on Amazon mm-hmm. over here. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but have you seen the gameplay itself? Because I, I looked at the trailer. Mm-hmm. I haven't yet. And I know a ton of people who have streamed it and they always do it when I'm at work. I've never been like a huge Pokemon fan. So like I, mean, I don't yeah. seek it out, but... Um, mm-hmm. Not for any other reason than I've just, I've just not like played Pokemon them. Go. I think it was it's past like my generation. Yeah, it does. It, it's like a remake of the original games, from what I'm hearing. Just mm-hmm. updated graphically and whatnot. And then has, I think they said even simplified controls to catch the Pokemon. So it's more yeah. like Pokemon Go in a way. And they even like a little Pokeball that you can do now with the game, too, if yeah. you have it on yeah. the Switch. Yeah. yeah. So people, uh, have, you, sorry, it's people that had something similar for free on mobile for quite a yeah. while. I know it's oh, more yeah. sophisticated than that, but perhaps that makes people a little bit less interested to buy the. Yeah, buy maybe. Because I mean, mobile gaming's really not that bad anymore, man. There's like something that I'm pretty stunned at the graphics and how it how it plays out on the on the on the mobile. So. Yeah, but Pokemon yeah. Go was huge, wasn't it? On mobile. yeah, it was. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. At least for a couple of months, especially. Yeah. Mm. And it's what to do with people who haven't got the money to buy all these AAA titles coming out at once, so they're just picking right. the. Mm-hmm. Their favorites, I guess. So. Yeah, it's a tough time of year. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah. It's time of year. I've heard. Uh, yeah, apparently. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, while we're on the subject of Super Smash Brothers, um, one of the devs for the game stated that Kirby's survival in the World of Light trailer was on purpose. Now, if you've seen the World of Light trailer where you see all the characters pretty much coming together on a cliff and you see the big enemy starts attacking them and they if you've seen avengers infinity war they pretty much get thanos and they all just start (laughs) disappearing and then kirby's the one that survives he you know makes his way through all the light streaks and makes it to wherever they said this was done on purpose you'll have to actually play through the game and the story to find out why so that kind of intrigued me i'm kind of curious you have a, a full story and a reason for this so I'm excited. That's nice. Interesting. Mm-hmm. This, this I know is going to excite everybody, if you remember this. The live-action Double Dragon movie is going to hit <laughs> Blu-ray on January 22nd. See, where's Todd? See, Todd, your yeah. favorite thing ever is happening mm-hmm. right now. On Blu-ray, even. Have any of you seen this movie? I have not. But it's going to be oh 4K Glory, is it? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's, um, we'll see, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be on Blu-ray, so. Yeah, I don't don't really know what good I can say about it. It's one of those movies that was made in that time, like right after Super Mario Brothers. So they're trying to create a 
movie based on a game and they just like just take all the liberties you want and do whatever and oh man they they took some liberties all right so i i'll just i'll leave it at that Mm. Uh, it's 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 a hard watch that could be a Uh, whole topic another day (laughs) yeah uh, and finally, an official still for Monster Hunter was released mm-hmm. showing actor Tony Ja, I hope I'm saying his name right, as the hunter, complete with a jaw blade. I thought the jaw blade looked cool. <laughs> the hunter gear looked cool. I'm still not sold on this movie. No. Have you guys no. heard about this movie and what they're doing? The Monster yeah. Hunter World movie with Mila Jovovich. Yeah. Uh, you're familiar with the Monster Hunter franchise? Yeah. 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 Okay, so they're making a movie on it, mm-hmm. and the very first stills that they have shown of this movie showed army and guns and things that are not monster hunters. Like, what are, what are you doing? You come to find out that the synopsis is military forces find a portal to the monster hunter world, and then we're going to go there and help them fight their monsters. And I'm sitting there thinking, there's a narrative in the Monster Hunter universe that we could follow. Like, we could without- have just been there. Just started there. Yeah. Just started there. Yeah. Who started it? Is it Evolve? Uh, Paul W.S. Anderson, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and of course, with that, you get Mila Jovovich. Mm-hmm. That's because uh, he did all the Resident Evil movies. This is, yeah. this is sorry. This is Resident Evil. What again? Resident yeah, Evil. Exactly, oh, exactly. Evil yeah, exactly. Exactly. Zero. Zero. <laughs> that's just that's always been our gripe. Like, why couldn't it just been in the Monster Hunter world? Like, that's yeah. totally okay. Yeah, you could argue budgetary concerns and whatnot, but you're you're you could still do it. Oh. I guarantee you could still do it. You just keep it simple. They're gonna have to have monsters one way or another. So. Yeah, exactly, right. exactly. <laughs> there was plenty of lore that anyway, we've we've griped about it to death. I know, yeah, we'll we'll beat this we'll horse see. to death when the movie comes we'll out. I'll be more interested if the monsters came through the portal the other way. Yeah. Real well. Maybe that's so our be, sequel. You know. Uh, Pacific Rim. Right. <laughs> London Bridge monsters. Or <laughs> you know what? I think she cracked it. That's what they're gonna do. I, they don't have to create a monster on a world. They're going to watch the monsters come into our world, and we're going to have to go there and fight them. You just mm-hmm. cracked it. I guarantee you that's <laughs> I guarantee the narrative that now. That might be the sequel. I would not be surprised. <laughs> that's going to be the finale of the movie. Third act. Uh, I guarantee it. Oh, yeah, man. Monster Why Hunter 7. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Truth or trash time. Truth or trash. Guys, uh, truth or trash is I'm going to give you three items. They are not confirmed in any way. They are rumors, and you have to tell me whether or not you think they are truth or trash. Okay? Mm. The very first one. Wreck-It Ralph is coming to Fortnite. Oh, I'm going to say truth. Yeah, um, I think truth. It sounds doable. Yeah. 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 After the whole Thanos thing, this doesn't sound like a stretch. (laughs) Okay. Secondly, a sequel... To Until Dawn is already in the works. I hope that's true. I, I was going to say, I thought I read something about that too. I know Supermassive Games was doing something else that's supposed to be released soon. I'm going to say truth. Yes. It was a great game. I would like to play a sequel. Or maybe yes. I just want it to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't sound very far-fetched. That sounds like no, no, it no. would do. <laughs> but you got to listen to him. Sometimes he'll throw out a date or something so what, that'll screw you up. They uh, they, what was the game they released just after Until Dawn? Uh, the, Impatient. the Impatient. The Impatient was one yeah. of them. And then they had yeah, the, the, the roller coaster shooter yeah. one. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Rush of Blood. 
Brush of Blood. The VR, yeah. 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 So they've been busy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So far, uh, good stuff, though. Finally, and this is a big one now, Microsoft is developing a streaming-only Xbox. I've heard the rumors, but it's still rumors. So I feel like I'm being biased here. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say truth. So does this mean they'll, they'll give up on any digital download revenue? Uh, well, no. the, literally just streaming like a yes. It sounds like a Game Pass box, pretty much. So, I, so there won't the, be any more physical discs. No. Yeah, I've I've heard that you could be able to pay a monthly fee to get your Xbox plus Game Pass plus mm-hmm. Gold, and mm. and that gets you the hardware as well. Yep. Yeah. In terms of a just just a streaming box without a hard drive that you can store just on near. I don't think so. Because PlayStation Now did that first. PlayStation Now did streaming of games only. Mm-hmm. And then then now, a couple of about a month ago, they've introduced you can download the game to your hard drive. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they've kind of they're heading towards what Microsoft have been doing with the Games Pass. So but I think game, games pass has worked really well. And we obviously understand how it works from the from the back of it as well, because Wales Interactive have got late shift on there. So yeah. they told, tell, which we clearly cannot tell you at all anything about. But <laughs> in, in terms of the, uh, the like the financial model, yeah, I think it, they're going to keep really doing well with Games Pass. We just picked up mm-hmm. another twelve months actually for half price. Nice, nice. Just, yeah. yeah. All right. So there you have it, people. You've heard it here first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's that's to the yes for that last one. Then that was just me. All right. <laughs> I was going to say trash because I said trash. Yeah, you know, got to mix it up. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, now it's time for some weird news. Weird news is just where we find some headlines. It's just like, what? What? You know, we, we can't understand what the game world is doing now. Um, very hard for those, do Yeah, no, sometimes it's, it's very easy. They make it easy. Uh First of all, someone did a mashup of Detective Pikachu and True Detective, putting Matthew McConaughey's voice on yes. Pikachu and actually inserted Pikachu into scenes of True Detective. I love it. So you should look that up. I'm like going to. Yeah. Give, it a, give it a whirl. I'm sure it's on YouTube. I want to see this. Secondly, and this is this is one of those face-palming, like, come on, people. Uh and it's, our, it's about our favorite new game here recently, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, players of the game have started to petition to pet cats. Are there cats? I, apparently I so, and they want to pet yet. them. Well, they're there. Players want to pet them, and they're going to start this petition. I to just pet want cats. a petition to bring a dog back to camp. I feel like that should be before I pet a cat. Well. <laughs> Priorities. Yeah, right. but no, the, the the public has spoken. They want cats first. Okay, I believe that though. Yes, Rabbits? I would want to pet the cats, but I have not seen a cat yet, so I feel cheated. Yeah, if you're gonna pet, if you're gonna pet cats, why not rabbits? Why not everything or the else deer. in the game? Yeah, deer. Yeah, yeah. 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 Rope them up and start petting them. Say, I wanted to pet you. Come to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, cats are contrary, so I feel like that was written in that way, probably on purpose. Maybe they don't would, want you to. I pet would have them. no doubt. Chase, yeah, chase, just... chase cat then. Pet. There you go, yeah. chase the cat. Yeah. Okay, and finally, and help me out here. Help me out here. The rating 
on the PlayStation Classic. You know how they have ratings down? They'll tell you why. It warns of, quote, phallic-shaped demons and Bubby's sticky love nest. <laughs> now, what game... <laughs> what game is this? Let's, let's go oh, I think we know. <laughs> I mean... What? Oh, dear God. Oh, internet. I was just like, what? I know I read that list, and I have no idea. So, it's not the SRB, is it? Yeah. SRB. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a thing it's that's happening? Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah that's <laughs> Great detail. TMI. Yeah. For a rating, yeah. I, uh, okay. You're giving it away, haven't you? So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I wanted to be surprised. <laughs> All right. Now it's time for our favorite little game. I'd buy that for a dollar. Ah, for a dollar. Guys, what this is, is I'm going to give you an item. I'm going to try to sell this item to you. I want to know if you want to buy this item, and then you're going to tell me how much you're willing to pay for this item before I tell you how much you're going to have to pay for this item. So hopefully there will be a deal here and you'll actually pay top dollar for it. So with Pokemon Let's Go, everyone's getting excited about being a Pokemon trainer again, right? Mm -hmm. And you're going to need a little pick-me-up to get you going in the morning and get out there and catch them all, right? So what if you (laughs) could start your morning with a well-balanced breakfast headlined by waffles that look like Pokeballs? (sighs) Introducing the Pokemon Pokeball Waffle Maker, an officially licensed product featuring non-stick cooking plates with duplicate design on either side. And if you feel like being creative, the design allows you to mix it up with some color batter and you can color it and create your own colorful Pokeballs. So does it actually make them round? Yes, they're round Or is it just imprinting the Pokey symbol into the waffles? It looks like a Pokeball. When you get your waffle. Is there a Death Star expansion? Can, it, can I can get anything well, out there? I, I think you could, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, oh, you can design all these colorful waffles however you wish sure. and feed you or the Pokemon trainer in your home. How much would you pay for this wonderful waffle maker? This is just asking for food fights. Um, <laughs> <sighs> and it's, it is, it, like is it officially Nintendo forward. licensed? It's officially licensed now. Whether or not it's Nintendo or the Pokemon Company, oh, okay. you take your pick. But I would assume that Nintendo is going to put their hand in it. Any money they can get off of that franchise, they're going to do it. Okay. So what how much you are you willing to pay for this wonderful item? Is it, so how much do you think it's worth? Because I mean, I don't, yeah. In, in terms of kitchen appliances, no, just no, no more. There's not enough room. Right, like I feel you there. Appliances. I do not need yeah. more stuff in my home. This is the, the banana peeler. This is the uh, orange <laughs> scoop. Let's have the Pokemon ball maker. Yeah, there's no room. I reckon that's that's got to be around a fifty dollar. In dollars? Oh my god! Okay. Oh, in- well, if you want to, I have actually converted it into pounds. So uh... yes. he was prepared. Wow. <laughs> I reckon it's like thirty pounds. So That's so like nice four, of you. Forty dollars, <laughs> maybe. If it's got if it's got a Pokemon thing on it. Well, if it's officially licensed, okay. What yeah. I would pay for it, we've already discussed. No, I had nothing. I don't need a waffle maker. <laughs> but I'm gonna say like I'm gonna say sixty. Sixty. If it's officially All right. Well, licensed. you guys are getting a deal because Lace, you're only gonna have to pay thirty four ninety nine, 
And Ooh, Tim and Linda, okay. you're only going to have to pay twenty-seven twenty-nine. We're closer. Yeah. Yeah. I just automatically assume when it's licensed, they're just going to jack it yeah, up because yeah. you're getting the name, you know. So you you both you're both getting Pokemon <laughs> waffle yes. makers. Yeah, yeah. Got to make them all. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. I'm going to run through our release dates real quick. <clears throat> so guys, if you have a moment you want to stretch or whatever, by all means. Uh, first up, on November 26th, we have Aquamoto Racing Utopia World Champion for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Darksiders 3 for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Crystal Crisis for Nintendo Switch. Floor Kids for PlayStation 4. This War of Mine, the complete edition for Nintendo Switch. That was a good game. I like that one. Isn't that the one that we played, Lace? The, uh, wasn't it Survival in... World War Two, Russia, or something like Wait, that, uh, or Germany. Oh, which one? What was the name? Sorry. This War of Mine. Oh, yes. I don't yeah. know that. It's not multiplayer or anything, but, like, it's fantastic. I did play it, though. Yeah. I actually it got was, to play the DLC a little early, fun. the newest one. It's a fantastic game. Fantastic. Mm. Have you guys played it? No. So good. The graphics, it's just, the way it's drawn and everything is just amazing. It's like a little uh, side-scroller-ish type of game. Um, it's fantastic. Scroller. Yeah. But and it's like a... Survival. Play, it is survival. You, yeah. So it's like a, the, this war has happened. The shelling has happened. And you play one to three characters, depending on if you do the story or not. And you have to go out at night, actually try to find stuff. You might be fighting other people. Uh, bring it back home. Build your own stuff. It's really interesting. You just see how long you can make it into the war. Sometimes it's 30 days, 40 days to get survive, uh, that you could survive and get out. Or you could just die. You know, yeah. it's really People cool. People get sick. You can get stabbed, shot. You have to heal yourself if you depressed. don't. Yeah. If they get oh, uber man. depressed, they won't eat. They won't do anything. They're just meat suits there now to take up space. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. really, like, it's a very good game, though. I do enjoy it. Recommend sure. it. In Death for PS4. That word again. Spinteers. <laughs> I hate that one. Uh, Spinteers, Mudrunner, uh, American Wilds Edition for Nintendo Switch, and 99 Vitas Definitive Edition for Nintendo Switch. Then on November 28th, we have R-Type Dimensions EX for Nintendo Switch and PC. Horizon Chase Turbo for Xbox One and Nintendo Switch. November 29th, we have Rival Mega Gun for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Asterix and Obelix XXL2. Ah, That sounds fun. Uh, For PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch. Plus a DLC mission, uh, Las Vegas for PC. The Nari, these words, Tower of Sheeran for Nintendo Switch and PC, Stardust Galaxy Warrior Stellar Climax for Nintendo Switch, Gelly Break for Nintendo Switch. In fact, the rest of these are for the Nintendo Switch, so we'll just do that. Okay. Uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon Adventures, Gensoko Defenders, Cattails, Abzu, which is a fun game, uh, Screen Cheat Unplug, and Akaharaba. Feel the Rhythm Remixed for Nintendo Switch and PC. Then on November 30th, we have Ark Survival Evolved for Nintendo Switch, the first tree console edition for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, Escape Dude Land for Nintendo Switch and PC, Piece of Our Delta for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch, Coffee Crisis for Nintendo Switch, Lace, that sounds like your game. Right in my alley. <laughs> Ride 3 for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC, Who Ononoka for Nintendo Switch, Game Takogu, uh, Cruisin' Mix Special for PlayStation 4 and PC, Harvest Life for Nintendo Switch, 
Then on December 1st, we have delayed uh, a delayed game, which was the Spyro Reignited Trilogy and Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Didn't come out when we said before, but it has been moved to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One on December 1st. Then Rock Bosters DX for the Nintendo Switch. (sighs) That is such a mouthful. Not as many as before, though, so at least there's that. I know. I just need to start recording these beforehand. (laughs) Massive. Okay, uh, now it's time for our most favorite game of all. What the hell did you just say? Yeah, we might want to only do like one or two, though. We've got a few. So how this works is we have... There are tons of PC games that come out every week. As you know. Every day. So we go through and find just a list of PC games, some with the most bizarre names, (laughs) and just see if we can figure out what they are. So I'll pitch you a name, and then you tell me what you think that game might be. So... Uh, let's see. Linda, I'll give you a starter. Okay. Let's see. Tell me what Pranky Cat is. <laughs> pranky Cat. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's in the title, isn't it? It's a cat and it does pranks. Uh, you are a cat and you can jump up onto shelves and you can knock things off the shelves and you get more points if it lands on someone's head uh, or knocks them out or causes a chaos, spills, and then people fall over. Um, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I would play this. It's a platformer. 3D platformer. Yeah. All right. I would play it. VR. VR. Yeah. VR. Ooh, yeah, even better. <laughs> little cat balls, can't you? Tim, what is Chop is Dish? Chop is dish. Yeah. <laughs> Chop is dish. Oh, um, that's definitely got to be some kind of cooking game, obviously. Okay. Uh, maybe. <laughs> or maybe it's like um, a martial arts kind of super seducer, where if they're dish, you chop them. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I like this one. Let's pull it that thread. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I dig that one. All right. Lace. Diaper Quest 2055. Oh, good God. See, Todd, are you complaining now? Diaper <laughs> Quest 2055. So we are in the future. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, diapers are just really hard to come by. So uh, we, it, it, you're actually following the life of this young woman who um, had just had her baby. And the whole quest is to try to find the real deal Huggies diapers that we, that's been so elusive that, that you used to be around the whole time. And so uh, you, you get points if you find like the knockoff brands, sure. Uh, but we're, we, we're really looking for those Huggies because she's just really tired of using the, um, the, the cloth with the, the little pins. Mm-hmm. And um, you only have like four worlds to go through in this apocalyptic uh, diaper missing world. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all I mean, right. They're not all good games. No, right no, no. Of course not. Well, they can all be gems. Uh, <laughs> Linda? Yeah. Uh, let's see. What do we want to give you? Okay. How Mosquito Became Human. How Mosquito Became Human. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay. Well, obviously, the, the story's there. Um, it's a narrative game. 
Okay. Um, uh, and I think it's probably uh, in the style of what became of Edith Finch. Uh, <laughs> and you start off as a mosquito, and that's that's like one world and one style of gameplay. And uh, you evolve over millennia and time uh, to become <laughs> a human. And they're all very different in style um, and gameplay. <laughs> And, and um, stars no, Jeff Goldblum. And because and yeah. it's like what became of Edith Finch, you die at the end of each one as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's very moving. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, it could be whatever you want. There's yeah. no wrong answer. <laughs> it, sounds like, it sounds like an expansion to that game Spore, that old game called Spore. Oh, you yeah. By yeah. The yeah. You have to evolve into it. <laughs> Tim, let's see here. What are we going to give you? Okay, this sounds fun. Hillbilly Apocalypse. Ooh. Um, that is a Black Friday simulator. Where <laughs> <laughs> Love it! Where, where basically, yeah, you get a load of hillbillies coming into the uh, shopping mall. And they're, they're definitely going to get all the best stuff because it's mm. Black Friday. And, I mean, there's obviously going to be guns because why not? And you just have to, yeah, it's basically you as the shop staff versus the, the, yeah, the the hillbillies trying to, uh, you know, cap them in the head before they get that that last switch. You've got to be left standing with one switch at the end of the Mm -hmm. wave, otherwise you fail. There needs to be boss level. I don't know what the boss level is. Oh, Uh, yeah. Maybe a big jeep comes in. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I still want to keep going on that. Yeah. Yep. Oh, the hate comments now if I kept going. Oh, myself. yeah. If eh, I did it. I don't know what a hillbilly is, just for clarification. Oh, uh, well, I think you, you came close. Lives in the hills. I feel I like you nailed it, it on the head right there. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just Lace, I saved, I saved the best one for oh, you good here. Oh, God. Okay. Because yes. I, want, I want to hear this from you. <sighs> Beating a dead horse with a one-trick pony. Beating a dead horse with a one-trick pony. Um, so does... Uh, <laughs> okay, you'll love me. Uh, so it's a Super Mega Crash Brothers podcast turbo simulator is what it is. Okay. And it's really just um, Todd and I who constantly keeps talking about Red Dead Redemption. And um, so as we are constantly talking about that and how amazing... The graphics are with the horse balls. Uh, we get points on um, how many screen grabs we were able to get, on how close we were able to get up behind the horse before we got kicked, um, and uh, if if you were able to edit the video together in enough fashion to get a really nice time lapse from winter to summer. <laughs> Fantastic! <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Right. Nobody would buy it. <laughs> no, no. no. Do, do you not do one, Stephen? No. Do what's that? I thought Stephen was going to do one. Yeah. yeah. No, he oh. usually always gets. Um. Yeah. He always like. I mean, he, Lace he has to has pull luxury, one out. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You, on the uh, on the live podcast version, um, I always mm-hmm. throw him for a loop. Yeah. Um. Yeah. On this one, yeah. I should uh, start just doing it to you one of these right. days yeah, for sure. Yeah. What's well, fine, but uh, Just, uh, since since we're done with that, I think yeah. we're going to transition over, and uh, guys, we're going to talk to you for a little bit. We're going to yeah. do a little bit of interviewing, because we've we've appreciated you being here and hanging out with us the whole time, oh, yeah, but now so we want to get in deeper. We want to get to know you guys a little bit more. 
So I'm going to ask a question to start off with. It's just something I want to know. I've, I, you know, we've been looking into what you do, your website, your games, your short films, all this other stuff, and I noticed that there's a through line, a, a connective tissue to all of it, and that's murder. Why is that? We are secretly serial killers. <laughs> it's very popular, murder mystery. No, well, that's just that's just how the company started, really. Mm-hmm. We we started about 14 years ago. There was a brand, which is actually in the States, called Murder Mystery Party. Mm-hmm. The trademark brand, the Murder Mystery Party games. It was licensed in England to uh, somebody called John Mitchell at BV Leisure. And I really wanted to make films. Uh, I was a programmer. I was just working. I had my own company. Um, we had a family business with loads of programmers in it. And I really wanted to start off a kind of film career. And there was this opportunity because you've got these murder mystery party games and they didn't have DVD films in or anything. They, they just had, had cassette tapes. Cassette tapes. And we just said, look, what if we put a film in instead of cassette tape? Um, you know, can we start making these games for you? And he went, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and that, so that's how we were born. So we basically started the company was literally making films and, and the stories for those murder mystery party box games. And I, we just haven't thought of anything better to do since then, have we really? It's just... Um, I mean, murder, <laughs> you, you can murder so many people over and over again in many, many different ways and have lots of different suspects. It's a totally reusable uh, concept. So it's just an endless... uh... We've got to be bored. We are bored of Murder Mystery now, for sure. But that leads us to things like Murder Mystery Flexi Party, which is like a Mm -hmm. a, a, as many players as you want version of a Murder Mystery Party game you run at home. And Mm -hmm. the good thing about that, we stuck it in the video games. So because we've been working for years about how do we have a random murderer, we've been doing that for years, we can put it into the video games without it looking too gank. You know, like we've right, had right. some work on this instead of just going, oh, I've got a great idea. So, yeah, it, it it's one of those things where you, you try and invent new stuff to keep yourself interested, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I loved it when I was reading through that. It's almost like live action role playing is exactly what it is. And like, oh, man, you have no idea how bad I'm, I, I'm like so close to pulling the trigger on buying those guys. You have no idea. I like, I just I really want to try it. They're yeah. fully scripted. Yeah, they're fully scripted. So you oh. read out your part and you just have to put on a silly accent or something, you know, dress up and uh, you do your, yeah. but, uh, it's very amateur dramatic. It's made for yeah. people. Oh, but it's still yeah. so much fun. You get some friends together with a few beers and this is just going to be amazing. That's absolutely what it is. We need to, we have to design them with alcohol in mind. I mean, not. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. It has to be easy enough to play so that if you've had a couple of yeah. bottles of wine, you can finish the game. It's, so. it's not like absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I want to play this now, like right now. I know. I really <laughs> have a few beers and, and go like, play. <laughs> I'm about we to did. pull the trigger, man. We, we only sent it over to me last year to Amazon, Amazon.com. They actually sell the murder mystery games now. Um, and it's doing really well. You guys are buying as many as we are over here. Nice. Oh, good. Yeah. So it's good. Uh, yeah. yeah. We're very, we're very, and it's funding the FMV games, which is what you really wanted to hear. So, <laughs> oh, well, then I'm definitely at least buying a yeah, couple now because I want those to keep going. To yeah, we make farm up the murder mystery. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's brilliant. For sure. Mm, I don't know. I'm thinking of stream, man. We'll talk. We'll talk, <laughs> Stephen. We'll talk. 
We'd love to see one. We, we would, would love to see <laughs> up and uh, everybody's, uh, yeah, doing their thing. Maybe I shouldn't have given away my idea. <laughs> um. no, we, I don't think we'd ever do it. Everybody wants us to pay them, do you know? So, yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> we real friends. That, <laughs> We've got the loophole. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, go ahead. You look oh, like you want me to, to say go? something? No, you go ahead. Uh, Ask no, away. So, yeah, we were talking about that. So, so then, like, pulling on that thread, then, have you guys ever, like, written murder mystery dinner theaters or anything like that? Or has anybody approached you with wanting to go, you know what, can we adapt this maybe for the rights and do a murder mystery dinner theater? Uh, we've actually got, um, we have three games which are murder mystery theater. Uh, so they oh. are 45 page scripts. Each of them in over three acts, and it's just completely fully scripted. But it's designed. Uh, the aim was you can play it in your home, um, and you don't need to rever- uh, rehearse. Um, mm-hmm. And it well, tells you you don't need. No, no. you don't need to. But it would help. Like yeah, um, <laughs> recommended. Um, a lot more people tend to use them for sort of fundraisers and yeah. um, putting on shows where they want a, a big audience. Um, so yeah, we have done those, um, and people sometimes try to adapt the want to have a go at adapting the the flexi party games as well for performance we, we get asked for all mm. sorts of weirdness anything you can imagine oh, we're asked I'm for sure. it so the the live action ones definitely where they ask if we can send actors in to perform it there are companies that's kind of specialize that group parties all the time uh, like um can you cater for 200 players Wow. <laughs> <laughs> how many days have you got i mean right yeah that's a lot no. yeah and can they all be guilty uh, maybe <laughs> yeah so. i mean it's your show i guess i don't Is know it? like we used yeah. to do dinner theaters all the time and so like but i guess they they always had like a character card that you could hand to the audience or whatever when they came in to have their dinner they they didn't have a script or anything like that it was just like if i decided as the actor i wanted to go over and just pick on you for a minute now i had your name and <laughs> people just voted on who they thought was the killer at the end and then so that's how it was random for the ones that we used to do so maybe if you know something you actually want to try that's that's the best you could come up have your main characters you know and then everybody else can just have a fun name and if the actors want to pick on them they can try to you know improv their way out of it you know (laughs) We, we have a we do have a couple of games called simply murder and those ones are ad lib so they're not scripted so it just gives you like a character sheet uh, there's, oh, a, see? there's a director's, you know, director's mm-hmm. instructions. Yeah, you know, nice. that sounds back. like an idea. Yeah, see, that, I know. Oh, I'm, I'm writing all this down. Don't you worry. We're there's only two <laughs> themes, though. There's only garden party because we, when we originally did it, we thought people who do barbecues, they're going to be just reading out of a book the whole time. Mm-hmm. Garden, so garden party is one of them, and the other one's Christmas. Christmas. So mm-hmm. other than that, it's a it's a good time you're yeah. doing it now, but. There you go. Simply we'll have to hurry up, get on the ball, right? Yeah. Later on. Now, Tim, I want to ask you about your. You said you were into film, or you wanted to be into film. Is that something you've always been excited to do? Like you, since you were a kid, you're just like, I want to be a filmmaker. I want to do that. Or was it something that just evolved over time? Um, yeah, I don't. It didn't. I'm not. I don't think it evolved. It just one day it was there. So I, although I'd watched lots of films and. You know the Star Wars, all the all the classics. When I was younger, mm. I never really thought. And I think part of it is that how can you be a filmmaker? You know, yeah. at that age, I'm like, that's an impossible dream, isn't it? Why would I? Why would I want to do that? You know, they've got no way of doing it. So I think 
I went to university, studied law, got a law degree, and thought I was going to be a lawyer. I saw that. I That's saw that. I thought yeah. I was going to be. Um, that I had a bit of a strange experience when I did some uh, work experience for uh, a firm in London, and I thought, oh, maybe I don't want to be a lawyer anymore because I thought that I was going to be helping people. And oh, yeah, sorry, we're billing yeah. them. Sorry, uh, my mistake. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I'm mainly I'm just billing people. I get it. You know, there's the business mm -hmm. end of this. You know, and you have Crown Prosecution Service and going over here, over here, but basically 95% of the cases are, you know, slam dunk. So mm. you're not really doing anything. But anyway, so I actually fell out of that and did programming. And then when we we had a family business with loads of programmers in, doing boring non-gaming stuff like Oracle and all, all sorts of w weird stuff, um, that was running really well. And we got to that point where we are like, oh, we can have one, we can do four day weeks. I mean, the company went bust. Don't take my advice on it. <laughs> it quickly after that. We said, let's do four day weeks. And it was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, oh, I want to make films actually. I, we can make films. And the tech was arriving. You know, I've got a, a DVX 100, I think, a Panasonic kind of all in one. Mm -hmm. um, and I was kind of excited about that. So, sorry. Let's <laughs> disappear. Oh, um, so, it was from there and I did a short film and I had somebody come in from the BBC. It was a cameraman uh, who was ex BBC. And I thought, Oh, this is, this is good, isn't it? I, I did mm. the casting call. Yeah. It was called um, venture to capitalist. It was about the devil was going to take over the world and he wanted venture capital. That was what it was about. So it's a little short comedy sketch. Yeah. Anyway, the guy from the BBC came in, honestly, I couldn't believe how bad that it, it went after that point. He took about four hours to set up the lighting. He refused to do anything before he gave everyone a half-hour health and safety drill. And it was it was almost like it would put you off for life after that. Experience. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, he brought in his rig, but it, you know, it obviously didn't. And I, I was just, I really, I just, I get really excited about doing it. About, mm -hmm. you know, seeing, it's brilliant that people only care about what's on the screen. That's, I think mm. that's what I love about film. Nobody cares yeah. that you know I'm holding up a cat over here and there's a light coming in there and there's mobile phone under here it's and yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, try and balance on that and look happy. Right? Okay, gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Magic so yeah, I, it's just great bit. And I think in general it goes to that kind of creating, creating worlds. Love mm -hmm. creating worlds, people. They're just different places that you can disappear yes. into. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. So film is kind of doing that. I guess it depends what types of film you do. But definitely the FMV stuff that we're doing now is um, it's just awesome, and the and the connection that you get with the first person, you know, the right. direct camera. Mm -hmm. I think it's um, I think it wins a lot of people over. A lot of people, you know, probably see those some of those characters as their friends, those murderous evil characters <laughs> as their friends. Right. As yeah. their friends. So it's um, it's really lovely to be able to do that, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we both write the whole, you know, we, we take equal responsibility writing it. You let me direct it, don't you, basically? That's very good of you. That's very good of you. That's your responsibility. Yeah, but, yeah, so I can, yeah. But I tend to not do that much, actually. I'm not one of those directors like, you must do this and do it and, and all that. I only change things and make adjustments if it doesn't look good or it makes them mm -hmm. look bad or doesn't look right especially for the FMV stuff, there's not enough time before 
Um, we don't do loads of auditions, and, uh, uh, sorry, don't do loads of rehearsals or anything like that. Mm-hmm. We can't really afford that kind of budget. So we need to, you know, hope that the actors are happy with what they created. So we're just grateful by the time they arrive that people like Ashton or whatever, they've already come up with this whole persona. Um, yeah. You don't want to go, no, no, she's nothing like that. You've got to do it like this. <laughs> One day to shoot it, it needs to be, you know, it needs to be there. So we tend to work work with what everyone's already put in before, before they get there. But it's... um. Yeah, it's you should try it. Honestly, it's fun. One day, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. honestly, I one day I would love to be in, sure. in one of those games for sure. <laughs> hey, I got a little closer thanks to you guys. So I got a little closer. Yeah, that was brilliant as well. Everybody's voiceovers coming into the game again. You know, when you what we mainly do when we do game design is we think what do we want the game to be about, and then what's the basic mechanic going to be? And then, okay, how do we stop it being boring? <laughs> so, <laughs> so the rest of the time is spent on these little kind of embellishments, really, mm-hmm. to bring the place alive. Um, the little jump scares that go in. You know, if you took all those things out, if you took the radio out and it was just you talking to a person and, you pro- and then you proceed an act, if nothing mm-hmm. different happened, it would probably be a bit more dull. Is our right. what we think, but... Well, we try, yeah, if the players get to a point where, where they think they know how this game is going to play, yeah. um, and then we try and put something in to to turn it on its head or... To keep you awake, basically. keep you awake. That's good. Right. No, but that's good, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, if you play, I know when I played that game, like, I was second-guessing myself left and right over everything. So I think, well done. I was just like, no, no, it's this. <laughs> nope, can't be. They're wanting me to think it's this, so I can't believe it's that, you know. How did so. you find the delete button? Um, well, with the, when it came up on the first one, I think I hit it twice. Yeah. And then uh, on the third go round, I went, okay. okay. And so I, I hit the garbage can and I went, all right, all right. So it took me two goes because I was like, well, it's not going to do it to me again, right? Clearly, like, that was just a, oh, okay. Did so I thought de- it was a very clever tutorial. I really did. Did you delete anything else after that? I did on, like, my second playthrough. Like, my first one, I just couldn't stop myself. I had to just keep hitting all of that. You know what I mean? I was like, oh. I know I probably should keep my mouth shut here, but nope, nope. I'm going to say it. I'm going to see what happens. So like on my second playthrough, I, I finally started going, all right, they're a little irritated here or something, or maybe I'll just come back as so-and-so yeah. instead of pushing it as Sam or whatever. And then um, definitely my second playthrough, I unlocked so much more by doing that and playing it more into the confines of like what I felt was yeah. how I was supposed to play it to, to, to get more revealed. So Did first time it- I was just like, nope, hitting all the buttons. Did it make it more interesting? It did. It actually well, really did. Then just because having, I, especially having the first playthrough already under my belt and seeing how much different it actually made it, that was where I think it really came to me together because I was like, wow, that really did change it. And then coming back as so-and-so to talk to whoever it is, was it, it was very cool to see how now their demeanor even changed because we hadn't already pushed their buttons yeah. as Sam or kept doing that and just kind of let it in their mind organically have the conversation as they thought I, I I thought it was very well done that way. I did like it. But you like the Decker keyboard entry as well, didn't you? So The what? You like the Decker keyboard entry as well. Because we, we got a lot of heat from the keyboard entry, obviously, and Decker from, um, from some, from some I, I, I can see that yeah. if people are, like, wanting to do the full everything. They want green on all of it. So yeah. I, I could admit, even, like, after a while, I was like, I don't understand what to type anymore. Yeah. Um, and, and so, and then, like, chat would be helping or whatever because I streamed it the first time I played through it. Um, and so 
with that when the hint feature came in or well you always had the hint feature but there was like a cooldown. i can't remember what level i had set it on or whatever my first playthrough um so i just kept trying stuff and then i was like well i'll just spam hint because i'm that type that i want all of the yeah, green yeah. the first go yeah. i want to see all the different stuff so i could see that but again i'm like i said i'm more forgiving about that stuff i was having a good time and i thought it was more clever doing it that way we, we because were, I felt like I was more playing the game because, like, yeah. now I'm the one doing the interviewing. I could role play as being actually the psychiatrist, you know? So I liked that feature. The, the, I the personally people, really loved yeah. it. Yeah, we, I did. I think if we if we were to release, if we did it again, there mm. would be no green or amber would be green because the green was always meant to be Easter, Easter eggs because we'd finished off all the dialogue and we said, okay, what crazy things are people going to want to know now? And that's oh, yeah. for that. Well, I told you, I still felt like Aslan should have had a cheeky response for however many times she had been hit on in the game. <laughs> she, in Act One, if you use um, certain kind words. of certain rude words, she does have a response, yeah. yeah. Oh, I never found. Oh, I'm going to go mean, back now. It's in- yeah, you got to go back. <laughs> I do. I do. It off of anything, you know, because there was a lot, a lot of keywords. But sorry, yeah. all we've done is we've just we've been questioning you, haven't we? And Stephen, have you no, ever played no, we're- <laughs> uh, Yes, I have. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I played uh, The Infectious Madness of Dr. Decker. I played it through, I think, the time that I actually sat down with it because I like to really immerse myself, and that's that seemed like a game that I needed to focus on. So I actually mm-hmm. spent a day, not all day, but I spent like a Saturday and said, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to play this. It probably took me a few hours, but I played it from beginning to end. And I actually figured out who the killer was. <laughs> you know, I was surprised. Oh, I was just you. like, oh, okay. Because I started questioning myself at the end, the way everything was going through. And I was like, it's got to be that one. It has to be that one. I know it is. And I lucked out. But I did I did think someone died on my watch. <laughs> uh, there was the, I think it was the, I can't remember the character's name, but he was one of those one-off characters that would show up in the office. Oh, uh, the professor? Yeah, and he was. I think he was talking about killing himself or should he shoot himself and stuff like that and i was like this guy's kind of a loose screw here. oh and, and then like, you hear the gunshot yeah yeah <gasps> could i because i just told that? him i was just yeah. like do whatever you gotta do <laughs> just, and he was like boom and i was like oh okay i'm Oops. on a limited schedule today guy do what you need to do all right i yeah. gotta get this game done <laughs> but yeah it was a lot of fun and i can't wait to try the shape-shifting detective i've yet to play that so i think you'll love it i really do i think so yeah we try, we try to keep it interesting Anyway, with the delay. Yeah, it looks fun just from what I've seen her play. So I'm I'm intrigued. I'm like her. I like the FMV games. There's something different and unique. They're not like every other game that you play. So it's always something different and fresh for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a breath of fresh air for sure. Yeah. Have you played Late Shift, either of you? I, I did. Have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You played Late Shift. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I think they really did a great. Definitely more of like a, a movie kind of create your own thing uh, but I thought it was fantastic I even tell people if you're not a gamer and you just want a really fun fast-paced story pick that one up I really dug it I thought the acting was very well done the writing was very well done nice quick pace I mean it's only what like an hour and a half to get from start to end maybe two Pretty hours much, to do yeah. one full playthrough maybe yeah but with the different endings and stuff I was like it was great I think it did very well because of that reason because non-gamers or people who aren't you know really into a lot of mechanics um mm-hmm. is it's very easy to play um yeah and very easy to get into and then you can watch it again and you can make different choices and 
Um, yeah, I think there was seven different well. endings to that one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's still one I've yet to find, and I can't figure out which scene that I need to make the choice different because, or it's one scene I haven't unlocked or something like that. Like I'm at 13 of 14 scenes or something. And so for the, I'm like, I, and I'm not, I'm trying not to cheat. I'm trying not to look it up, but I'm like, I'm so close. Cause it's just that one that like, where, which scene am I That's making the choice? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I just can't put that so, piece together, but. So for our next, our next FMV game. Oh yes. What do you mm-hmm. like? Do you want it to be more late shift? Or do you want it to research. be more shape shift? Or do you want it to be more decker? Oh man! Mm. See, that's or, a tough one. Like, else. Or, or or other. What do you think's best? Because you know that's not a cheeky way of saying that. Well, they all work in different ways. I was gonna right? say with Decker, I really liked the uniqueness of of the typing in the answers because yeah like her story kind of did that but it was more of a we're doing it as a searching feature not as a talking to the actors feature um but again you said um wasn't as receptive but I really dug the uniqueness of it from like a role-playing standpoint like it immersed me more because I felt like I was the one actually in control of what what was being said um Oh, I don't know, because they're all so much I mean, fun in how they, they do it. Now, but it will be your fault if we do what you say. I, I know, like, I just, like, I don't want all the hate mail at me. Lacia, what did you do? Why did you tell them that? Um, if there was a unique way to do that, like, every once in a while, like a QTE even, where it's like how Late Shift has that, you've got to decide right now mm-hmm. and hit that button if you're not paying attention. That could be interspersed within there. Um <sighs> yeah, I, I I did. I really loved the the interaction with Doctor Decker. I like how Shapeshift played out, but I, I I felt like from an immersion standpoint, I really liked being able to think more about doing it and mm. and, and being in control We're at more. That stage of stage where we have a lot of different. Uh, We've got some mechanics, mechanics that are definitely going to go in floating around yeah. in the pot. Yeah, and, uh... Wales would prefer us to do something more late shift, which is which is really probably where shapeshift came from because mm-hmm. it's got the words it's basically because we wanted we are gamers you know we yeah. play video games for years and years and years you know Ch- yeah. chucky egg upwards i mean we had the zx81 when it first came out mm-hmm. you know, so i do like games and and the interactive move like late shift didn't even want to call themselves an fmvs to begin with did they right and i'm not sure that they still do that they want to be an interactive movie and right. it just it didn't feel substantial enough for us to just put you on rails for shapeshift mm-hmm. right not let you make any decisions so we have rails to begin with in shapeshift rails to end with and then in the big and then in the middle you've got this big middle bit haven't you where you can change into mm-hmm. people and you get to decide here to go and see and then we added the delete mechanic. And then we're like, okay, ship it. That's fine. We'll, we'll live with that. Um, yeah. But it's, but, and we don't, we don't care about sales because the, the, you know, obviously nice to have, but really we do it because we, we enjoy making FMV games and to, and we want people to be happy and, and enjoy playing them uh, so right. that we can keep doing it. Our, our biggest fear really was that this game was going to come out. It, it, it came out straight after Quiet Man, The Quiet Man. And we yeah. just mm-hmm. we just seen yeah. the quiet man basically get mauled by the lions, and then like they shuffled us into the arena. We're like, hello, please don't. <laughs> uh, hi, remember we did Decker though. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we thought that was it. We thought maybe yeah. you know that was it. FMV meant death. So um, yeah. we're so happy to have um, 
have, have um, you know, kept the bounce going so that people will still consider playing FMV games. And, and Shapeshift FMV... really had a, um, a better reception than, I mean, we could have hoped for in our wildest streams when we were yeah. making it because um, yeah. I actually thought, well, <laughs> you swing from one to the extreme to the other when you're, uh, when you're working on something, but I, I did think that it wouldn't do as well as Decker did because oh, yeah. Decker obviously had a lot more weirdness the Lovecraftian stuff in it it was a bit more well, we, psychological horror because uh, we hate everything before we ship it <laughs> yeah oh everyone's gonna hate yeah. it I think Just every like, creative does that to uh, their own work at some point before they release it into the wild you know the other extreme and they're like yeah but shapeshift you know it's got all this fun it's easy stuff to, to play find. it's easy to play mm-hmm. you can replay it a lot and, and discover new things and there's like the delete mechanic and um and it's got you know Rupert Booth in it and Ashlyn and uh, Anna Rosa. So. <laughs> oh, not, they're all fantastic, yeah. yes. I, I need to say as well that I'm not saying that we're responsible for keeping FMV alive. All I'm saying is I don't feel like I have to be responsible for killing it. So, right. <laughs> well, FMV's had a big roller coaster over the last 30 years, as oh, yeah. it thought. Like, so mm-hmm. it's definitely, I think it's a... A, a genre in its own, even though that genre could have many genres. It's a weird thing, right? Because yeah. like, there's FMV as a genre, but it could be a comedy, it could be a murder mystery, it could be yeah. a, a interactive movie, it could be, you know, uh, it's it should have its genre, and then I guess its own branching ones too. Well, it's it's the presentation, isn't it? FMV is just the present, uh, the the form of yeah. presentation, uh, like uh, pixel art, or right. But we tend to clump them together (laughs) and judge them all in the same vein, you know? I mean, FMV now is, a lot of FMV games, there is a lot of FMV, like contradiction. There is now. Yeah, and Late Shift, it's it's not, it's moved on from Phantasmagoria (laughs) and and Texas. Right, which was a great one. Yeah, I mean, I love Phantasmagoria. It's one of my favorite ones when I played it, when I sadly played it back in the 90s when it came out. Oh, me and you too. Seven yeah, Disc Changer, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I still got it. I still got it. Actually, that I think Journeyman Project was the first one I remember ever playing. Yeah. And then Phantasmagoria is the first one that's burned into my brain as yeah. I played it from start to end. Like, I sat there with two of my girlfriends, and we sat around the PC, and we played this from start to end together. And I was probably too young to be playing it at the time, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Old enough to understand what was going on, but I, I did I did enjoy it. Then I played the second one, and then I feel like I sought out FMVs yeah. ever since then. Yeah, yeah. Too, uh, you know, the, 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 the video was a little bit bigger. Still yes. Interlaced, but it was a little bit bigger, wasn't it? And, and, and I think they, they actually, it was filmed on sets and stuff, too, whereas, like, with Phantasmagoria, it was like they were superimposed into the, the world or, or however they would have done it in the 90s. Um, and that's what I remember was like, now this is actually like watching a movie. Yeah. This one, mm-hmm. you know, cause like they're actually on sets. So it's being filmed in, in real time. If I'm remembering it correctly, I know I didn't play that one as much as the first one, but I know I played it a few times. But I'd, I'd love to do Phantasmagoria 3, but I mean, it wouldn't be, it couldn't be the same, could it? Cause, um, I still think we the... need to get you to do contradiction too. We don't... I need to know two things, <laughs> like obviously the rest of the story and two, does John ever finish his drink? Contradiction, no. t- that, that's, that's, that's interesting as well. So <laughs> you still haven't answered the question about which game we're doing next. So you've got to do that. Oh, but that's I'll, true. I'll, I'll, I'll throw into that as well, contradiction, because contradiction um, in terms of the amount of work we'd need to do writing it would be like easier than normal because it doesn't branch. So contradiction mm-hmm. has the um, like the topic-based system. 
Sure. Which is actually where we started with Shapeshift. Yeah. We, we actually, when we started, it had about four different rewrites. It looks totally different the way it shipped to when it started. But we started with a topic-based system then. Um, and because you only have to, because you don't have to cope with branching, we could, we could, I'm not saying we could knock it out quickly. I'm not saying we could do that. But it's, uh, you know, it would, we haven't ever really attempted doing doing something like that. But, but again, yeah, we play Contradiction, love playing Contradiction. Mm. I, I'm wondering if it's, if it is the topic-based thing which is exciting or whether really it was more to do with like Tim's, Tim Follin's music um, all the when you play Contradiction, you go, you have a look at the user interface and stuff. Little shrills mm. go off when you get a new clue. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of work gone in there. You might not really be seeing it when you when you know not thinking about it, but mm. having developed these other FMBs, you you know you definitely see it's more of this whole experience. If mm-hmm. it was just if it was just a kind of topic based system, maybe it wouldn't be as exciting. But the way he pulled yeah. it all together, that's true. That's true. Maybe. I do enjoy your branching stuff, though, I will have to say, because like, I mean, it's just I don't know, like, because depending like those games are going to take you like three or four weeks or months or whatever to play. So the replayability is what's really attractive. And the fact that I'm on even my fourth playthrough and still not unlocked everything is just what's really intriguing to me. Although I could imagine that's got to be a, a, a ton of work we talk- to put well, together. We talked about. Can I say this? Well. Oh yeah! Don't get yourselves in trouble. <laughs> Although I want to know. No, no, no! It's just no, it's mechanics like the 3D stuff that we were talking about last night. All oh, right. Yes. No, we're just talking about yeah. um, like because we because we're not a big studio or anything. We're indies. We can do whatever we want, basically. Even if it's rubbish, yeah. we can just do anything. So any, mm-hmm. so nothing's off the table, basically. We don't have to do what everybody else does or anything like that. And what I was saying last night, I mean, we'd have a few drinks, obviously. But I was saying last night that. <laughs> Bra- all the best ideas yeah bra- exactly all the best ideas branching games you know one. they're normally you see them linear don't you there's there's mm-hmm. in 2d so you, you you'd write branching out on paper wouldn't you so it'd be do i go left or right and it's like a, a spot a, you know a diagram a, a, just a tree mm-hmm. a decision tree mm-hmm. There we go. That's the word yeah, I was looking for. The technical okay. term. So I was posing the idea of uh, last night of a 3D decision tree, right? Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, and I'll, yeah, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll give you the example I gave as well. And then I hope somebody else goes and makes this because it sounds really hard. Really um, hard. <laughs> so you've got your normal kind of decision tree. And when you play games like Late Shift and even, I guess, Shape Shift, you see the same video over and over again, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, what would be called choke points, yeah? Okay. Choke points are points that everybody's going to go to. So it's right. a way of designing branching narrative. So you all have, you know, you all get to say, you, you do lots of different things in the middle, but by the end, you're all going to talk to the chief at the end. Yes, right. you get the, what they call these choke points. So you move through the same thing over and over again in different playthroughs. Yeah. That's all about one playthrough. I'm mm-hmm. a bit of a one playthrough guy because I just I don't have enough life left now. So I, <laughs> I appreciate all the decision stuff that goes into it. But by the end, yeah. that's my story. And I hope it was the best one that the author wanted. <laughs> <laughs> the just hope I had fun, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So with 3D branching, the idea is the same place that you're going to see again is that we change it a little bit when you go. And it is a layered story. 
Okay, so here's here, this is a really weird example. I'm not saying this is the best example, but I said, so you go to this place. There's a man. He's walking a dog. Yeah, and you have you have he's got a little bit of video with him. I'm walking the dog. I, I, there's a dead body. You know, the dog sniffed out a dead body down by the lake. But I've got to go for my whatever. So that's that's what that's the first playthrough. That's what you see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You play the game again. You're totally expecting to see the guy with the dog. He sees the dead body because that leads you into the next scene. You can see that the dog's not there. The dog's gone missing. Oh, in the next okay. playthrough, mm. oh, I'm looking for my dog. It, 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 it probably still deliver the message we need. So probably say something like, "There's a you know, he smelled a dead body down by the river and he's gone. I kind of know where he is." Right. Oh, see, wow. yeah, that would be interesting. Right, and it layers it a little bit. So you're like, oh, there's the man, he's walking his dog, he's lost his dog. And then the third playthrough, you go and it's just the man, he's like, oh, you might want to check down by the river, there's a dead body. Um, I just walked down there, my, my dog died a couple of weeks ago, and I just, this is, you know, it just reminds me, it makes me feel good yeah. coming back and, and the memories. So you get these, like, layered choke points instead of, we were just floating it last night. I was going to say, that Easy. sounds like it would be totally doable. And For sure. Uh, have repercussions in how the other choke, choke points played out or the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Every time... So it's like a sandwich now in terms of the layer that you'll get when you get to that particular decision point. And mm-hmm. you could get one of X sandwiches that we've... You know, X layers that we film for it. But I'm not sure that it would add a massive amount, but... It was just interesting the amount of people that replayed Shapeshift. Yeah. There's been a, I mean, it does kind of... You got those people that they want a 100% stuff. You know, if they see achievements still on there, going to keep yeah, going. Yeah. The number of people who replayed Shapeshift who then said, give us a skip facility. <laughs> give us a skip button. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Because it's like during uh, so those points that you said are the exact same. Like the layered, the yeah. layered idea is like, well, you're not going to want to skip this because it's different. You haven't seen it. And it actually builds a story yeah. each time and gives the character more background or or, or whatever. So we mm. design it on the basis people are going to replay it. Mm. Yeah, so that's that would be really cool. It's uh, that's a uh, that's an idea anyway. So any which it's one? A great like, idea. It sounds like. <laughs> Which one, yeah. Lacey? Which one is it? Which one are we doing? Which one is it? Like, I like it all. I like it all. No. <laughs> you can't. You can't choose the. You can't choose the the system you want to see next. All of them. Right. One F and We think that we're probably going to stick mainly with Shapeshift and go a bit, and then head to, again towards Decker a little bit. So it's going to be. Sh- we've reeled people in with Shapeshift. Now we might just mm-hmm. turn it up a little notch, make it a slightly more complicated just a little right. you know i'm not talking keyboard entry complicated like decker right um you know um I, well yeah. people want people want something they can get their teeth into and have a, a challenge or a puzzle in there mm-hmm. you know something to solve um, but, but we're in development so it might just be late shift who knows mm-hmm. <laughs> well well you know i'll be checking it out regardless because i think you For guys sure. do great work i've i definitely have, i've enjoyed them both thoroughly yeah, no, well, we've enjoyed watching you buy them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just say, I don't know if you knew, they were the ones who, like, saved me on Decker because for the longest time I didn't see, there was, like, little wording up there about going back and forth between the stuff that had already been said. Mm-hmm. And I was getting really upset one day because I'm like, well, I don't understand why this feature just isn't there. And then they did a tweet. Did you know that in the upper left-hand corner? And I was like, I've been looking for that. And he's like, I might have been seeing you get mad about it. And I went, oh, thank you. <laughs> and then it was smoother sailing from there on out. And the hint timer. 
Yeah, I mean, yep. it's 90 seconds, but you could turn it down to 30 seconds, I think, which, yeah. which considering yeah. you've got to type something and then get them say, oh, I don't know, it's uh, mm-hmm. you burn 20 seconds. Mm. Right. <laughs> and now it just dropped down. Done, done, done. Yeah. If you want to go console. through it. And again, yeah, I saw you talk. I mean, we listened to your podcast where you were talking about um, Deco. And yeah, mm-hmm. I think we probably, yeah, we share those same kind of feelings that you have. You know, as in, I guess it's, is it director's cut with the keyboard? Yeah. Right. Uh, right. As in, maybe, I don't, you know, and you can use keyboard on console. So it's not like it isn't an option. But then again, there is also that kind of I really can't be bothered version of play. So I like playing on the console sometimes. Just going right. to hit the D-pad and, and choose the answer because, you know, we're here for the videos at the end of the day. Uh, yeah. And when you talk about game design in general, a lot of it is just delaying you before you get to see the video. That's yeah, true. We've, we've got to, we, we talk about FMV match three, which is, you know, <laughs> match three game. Because a mechanic, a known mechanic, and you have to match. You have to win all these match three games, and then you get a video. It's like the 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 reward at the end of, of doing the piece. So we don't want anything like that. Right. <laughs> we don't want that's so so uh, so easy to see that we're just trying to stop you from seeing the videos. But you don't get yeah. that, do you? In Shapeshift, we don't no. stop you at all. You just um, we did we did get some. Co- if you put together all of the negative reviews the bit that each one complains about, then mm-hmm. the whole game is rubbish if you put them all together. <laughs> so, oh, so, yeah. so we're not entirely sure which bit to, you know, to improve. But yeah. some people were saying that it would be good if the um, if the rooms were greyed out, like the people you could visit, if they were greyed out, if they had nothing to say. And it's one of the things that we did oh. in, when we were developing the game. We thought, should we though? Should we do that? Yeah, it, it was. we did consider it. Um, but in a way, then you're just holding someone's hand and you're saying, well, you can go to the, see this person and you can't get to see that person. Um, right. And, yeah, we understand that it can be annoying if you're trying to find something. You want to get the next piece of information. You want to get your next video um, and you're trying to find it. But um, it, it, we compare it to the the adventure game. Um, inventory. Inventory, yeah. But you've yeah. got to unlock this door um, or solve this puzzle and you have, 10 items in your inventory and you're nobody, nobody grazes the item out do they nobody yeah says, i don't don't try the banana on the lock i mean yeah. that's up to you that never really, i guess like yeah i could remember going back and forth just to see just to see but it wasn't an annoyance to me because like mm. to me i'm still playing the game yeah you're seeing you know like this, you I, right? i'm discovering yeah. the game how it was it was made to be well, that, so that did liked. i spam it and go back and forth yeah was i pissed <laughs> off if they didn't have anything to say no because it really was like an extra three seconds of my time to back out and go to a different person <laughs> i guess is how i was looking at it you know yeah no you but, were trying all the all the all the inventory items on the lock see if it would open yeah but in, in our case that is changing into somebody else and going and visit mm-hmm. them isn't it so yeah, yeah. It was one of the few bits of adventuring you got to do in game. Right. Essentially. I don't know. Basically, Come on, people. Just play the game. Yeah. <laughs> play the game. Yes, play the game. Just play it. Don't get mad. Well, you got any more questions for him? Um, no, I think that, that we're probably pretty good because I know we've kept you guys for quite a while now mm-hmm. as well. That's just me. <laughs> don't don't speak ever again. Ever. No, no, as long as you were okay, it's Cut like I could go on time, forever. Man. Just, just, just do the intro bit, and that's it. Yeah, and that's yeah. <laughs> and then just uh, done with all that. No, 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 no. I've I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed oh, yeah, it. I for think sure. you will too. Yeah, for yeah, sure. It's been fun. You guys have been a delight. 
And uh, we definitely. Like I know to talk I could sit here more. and talk to him all day. I really could. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> it intrigues me to hear this end of it. We just can't record it because people are going, no, it's too long. Switching mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We'll make the date later on. Yeah. We'll have to make it to London or yeah. somewhere very close. The murder mystery, all have coffee. The murder mystery dinner is what you mean. That's right. There we go. Yes. There we go. We've got a date. <laughs> Don't worry. I've been pressuring my, my one streamer friend, Mammoth, that I'm just going to show up one day and crash on his floor. You know? <laughs> so he's like, okay, you know, I'm like, just, 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 just you wait. Have you been and then to- Anna Rosa said I could stay in Spain. I've got my whole thing planned. Have you been, have you been to England? I have not. I have not. I want to. The furthest I've made it out of the States is like the Bahamas. And I really badly want to, I want to go. It's always the airfare from here to there is what's the killer and everything else. I think I could figure out uh, rather easily, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just that $1,500 price tag sometimes where you're just like, ah, I got to get that together real fast. And Just so you know, it's exactly like it looks in Forza Horizon 4. <laughs> there we go. So I guess I could just spend $60 and do that and then call it a day. <laughs> but no, one day I do, for sure. Yeah, well, yeah. And sorry, just, yeah, check out Tim Follin's website, yeah? Because he's working on a game called 3AM, the guy who made Contradiction. Yeah. Oh, oh is he? Oh, okay. Yeah, just... Just put it out there. Which is nice. out soon, apparently. Ooh, I'll have to Maybe. check that. Uh, PC, I hope. Mm. I can put it on a Steam wish list or something. Let me know when that's mm. coming out. Because I did enjoy that one. Yeah. It's a it's a horror. It's more of a horror than the next one, I think. But, mm. yeah. Ooh. Oh, I'm sold. You know, I'll always just try. I throw my money at FMVs and we'll see what sticks, you know. <laughs> it has to be pretty bad for me to not finish it. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at UBMC Studios. Love you, but <laughs> they're great kids. They're great kids. Don't you just lately you want an FMV with just Oscar in? Don't you? Jamal. He's so adorable. Oh my god, you guys! I did not expect to fall in love with him so hard. I really didn't. It was just, it's something about just the way he played that character and how innocent he was about the whole thing. And then, of course, when I finally unlocked the whole like date thing, I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> This whole this whole scene, I just fell in love with him so hard. I really did. <laughs> Definitely young for me, so it'll be from afar. But yeah, I did. I really he, he did he did that part really well, and he's adorable to boot. So it made it really great. He was fun. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Our games are like a box of chocolates. Right? <laughs> well, I think that whole date scene, I don't know. I just like the whole blood rush to my face because like the, the, the verbiage used where you're like, wow, it's getting kind of, it's getting hot in here. You know? <laughs> and the whole thing happened. I'm like, oh my God, this is so adorable. And the way he just ran out, I'm like, oh my God, I love this. That was just like the best little thing right there. Spoilers, Dave, sorry. Yeah, well, depending on your playthrough. Depending on your playthrough. I'll let you know how. Okay. All right. <laughs> I think I figured out how to hit on all of them so far. So. Should be an achievement. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Sorry, Steven. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, it's fine. We'll keep it going. But uh, um, that is our show. Uh, I'd like to thank to all of our listeners. We appreciate you coming back every week. And you know, if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash pencil and paper productions or pencilandpaperproductions.podbean.com and click Become a Patron at the top right-hand corner. You can follow us on Twitter at SuperMegaCrash. You can email us at SuperMegaCrash at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and see all those wonderful little icons I design every week. 
Uh, tell your friends about us. You can find us on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network, found on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcasts. Be sure to check us out on the streams on Twitch on Sundays at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Thank you so much for listening. I am Stephen White. I'm Alicia Finley. Tim and Linda, tell everyone where they can find you on the interwebs. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Devecki or Shapeshift at, FMV. Yeah, or at Dr. Decker. Or at Dr. Decker. There you go. And links will be in the descriptions down below. Join us again next time, Super Mega Crash Crew. But until then, game on. Pencil and Paper Podcast Network Production.